Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Stand by lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. Hello. Hi there. How are How is... Oh man. I think he scared him. I did. I was too excited. That was a lot. I felt that in my ears. That was a lot for a greeting. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Pretend World's Real People. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Tyler. And this week, uh, we have um, a buddy of mine who I got to work with uh, last summer, um, Ben Whitmore. He works at the Lake Dillon Theater Company, which I bragged about in my episode. Um, and uh, we're going to uh, introduce him and let him kind of tell us who he is and what he does. Hi, Ben. Hey, Ben. Oh, hi there, internet <laughs> friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me on your, on your podcast. Thanks, here. Thanks for, for doing in. it. <laughs> yeah. Via um, the magic of, of Zoom. I know, right? Let's hope that, uh, you know, everyone's internet stays. Maybe this will just be the Zoom chapter in all of our lives, and we'll, so, just, yeah. we'll look back at this and say, yeah. "Remember that thing that came up yeah. like that this one year?" This is the new MySpace, or right, exactly, or right. like if this like, we never interact with people ever again, and this is just our lives now. <laughs> uh, that'll be disappointing. We're not far off. Yeah. Well, thank you guys first for having me on the show. I'm mm -hmm. really excited to. Uh, be here. I was telling you guys before we started that I'm the world's worst podcaster. Um, I don't listen to podcasts, but I love being on them. <laughs> I don't know what that makes me. Um, someone who likes to talk and not listen. I feel like maybe your wife isn't a fan of that concept. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's always important to listen, friends. Yes. Listen first. It just makes you a great Acting is listening. Yes. Yes. Listen and respond. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen in our daily lives. I'll take it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Uh, so yeah, I guess a, a little about me. Yes. yes. Um, I like long walks on the beach. No, yeah, I, I am. Uh, <laughs> I am currently the technical director at the Lake Dillon Theater Company, uh, which we we have a, a building we've been in for about three years called the Silverthorne Performing Arts Center. Um, and before that, uh, we, there's plenty of stories to have over drinks about that mm. previous space. We were in a transition space while the new one was being built. It was a shoe store at one point. That's and before right. that, we were in a little, <laughs> yeah. And uh, before that, we were in a building uh, that was the original town hall of the little town of Dillon, Colorado, that was the, the original site of the building is now, uh, you know, 50 feet beneath the Dillon Reservoir of the lake. <laughs> up there oh, yeah. they moved it they moved to several buildings up there but anyway that's a little history lesson about uh but i started um with lake dylan uh, as as a performer initially i was i was a, a music theater kid for a long time still am i mean yeah. but uh and i just so happened to uh during my collegiate days at the university of florida uh uh, learned a lot of valuable skills in behind the scenes as well. They, you know, we had practicum hours and things like that. I happened to have a little bit of experience through my, my dad taught me a little bit about carpentry and building and uh, things like that. And then, so when the opportunity arose at Lake Dillon that they said, Hey, we need someone to help build these sets and paint this crap and, you know, mm -hmm. do, do stuff outside mm -hmm. of performing. I was like, wait, I could stay here in Colorado and, and, you know, do theater. Right. I'll do what I need. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, so I ended up in Colorado officially in 2010, but I spent like four summers before that sort of banging around back and forth. I lived in New York for about mm -hmm. a year and a half. Uh, and I live, I, I toured with a dance company for a while as part of their really? company, uh, team oh yeah this is oh, all the, your, what kind all, of dance? yeah what sort of dancing are we talking here <laughs> salsa uh it was it was modern it was modern dance oh it was, uh, a great company uh it's david dorfman dance uh okay. dot com i think i think oh. they're still around um but a friend of mine was their tour manager sean sukan uh, he's a, he was the lighting designer i think on the show too and they needed somebody to go like drive a, a moving van pick up their set and meet them in the town where they were doing their show so that's what i started doing for a while we wow. went to a couple uh college so towns we in went to the dancing 
Dang it. No, 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 no. <laughs> my, uh, my, my dance, I was a music theater kid. So they, right. they put me in the tights and I did the dance class things. Yep. And that was, that was about all they wanted me. <laughs> I took, I took, <laughs> I took beginning ballet Good. all four years. Yeah. So. That's that's how good I was. Yeah. Hey, you had to, you know, you just so, wanted to be perfect with your. I yeah. I consider myself a an actor who moves. That's it. Yeah. An actor who sense. can move. Right. Yeah. So. Love it. Uh, so yeah, and then I I bounced around in the Lake Dillon Theater Company in a couple variety of positions before I ended up being the technical director, and they mm -hmm. sort of said. That that's that, that seems to fit the best. Mm -hmm. I was the production manager for a while. I was the director of summer programs or something for like I don't know three weeks. I don't remember. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It was like one out. summer. It was one summer, and like as soon as we were like, it was sort of. It was basically company managing, mm -hmm. like, but it wasn't called that. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like I, I arranged all the because I was there early and I just arranged everyone's travel and mm -hmm. stuff like that so i've done a lot uh with with this one company over the past 14 years yeah. so wow. now now i'm now i'm uh specified enough to call myself the technical director and i i try to do those things i love which is that super fun for anybody who isn't in the theater industry mm -hmm. uh can you explain what technical directing is and what it involves I mean, it, it's different on, in different theaters, I know, but your it's job. Certainly, <laughs> yeah, it certainly can be. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's this sort of nebulous, like, manager, director area of the theater, and every theater seems to divide up those responsibilities slightly differently. Right. Um, so I work in, generally, my, my responsibilities are primarily the deck, like any set pieces, okay. uh, taking the scenic designer stuff um, and making working drawings and drafts and then either building it um, primarily myself with, mm. with so we have crews of volunteers or in our busy times in the summer, we'll bring on a crew to work exclusively in the shop. And then I sort of like hand off the crew at some point, I sort of assemble the crew tracks usually with the stage manager, yep, yep. Uh, almost primarily always with the stage manager. <laughs> It's it's Poor happened a couple. Mom, it's, <laughs> it's well, it's it's happened differently. Yeah. Sometimes, like sometimes the production manager's like, "I'll do the crew track," and they're like, "Wait, who's in the crew again?" Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know, I sort of end up figuring those those sort of logistics right. out, and then and then based on the needs that the stage manager tells me. Uh, so there's you know personnel management, and there's mm. primarily I focus on running the shop and yeah. producing uh, the the scenic elements. And a Caitlin and dabble in electro electrics and sound mm -hmm. um, and and you know costumes. I I just sort of advise. I don't really do anything when right, it comes to right. costumes. I do a lot of props too. We do like of course scenic props, but we also I'll end up helping the super because we don't have. Well, now we do. Uh, we have <gasps> a separate props workshop, nice. which is super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So we just we just expanded. Uh, sort of on the heels of Mamma Mia, we had mm -hmm. moved into the fire station and we have since renovated That's that. right, good. And it's a, not as a creepy, scary place as it was last summer. because no, everybody, <laughs> everybody wanted to go ghost hunting. That building's yeah. hopping, I tell you what. That's like, awesome. It, yeah, so the real estate office up front, they sell the condos that they're building across the street and the general contractor has the other part of okay. that office up front so we have the back portion right right which is which is the biggest portion right. but it's a big conference room and a like fire truck bays that we have that right we line up. right so some that's our props and costume storage and it looks so much better than we Good. did at last summer when stephanie worked yeah. with us we we just had to throw shit in there because it right. was sorry are we allowed to swear yes oh, yes absolutely 100 cool <laughs> cool yes Bucking a. <laughs> right. uh, so anyway but yeah so that's that's been great now we have like a designated workshop space but obviously if props needed to build something cut right. something you know they'd probably come over to the shop and do right it, so. right 
Um, do you have to, uh, I know some TDs and different uh, companies like are also in charge of the budget, especially when set designers are like, this is what I want. And you're like, uh, we can't make that because it's too much over our budget. Is that a thing that you kind of are in charge of or is the production manager. Uh, yeah, I have, I mean, the product, the production yeah. manager ultimately assembles the budget. And, right. and usually everybody usually has an input in their department. Like I, I get to, I normally do the preliminary bids and mm -hmm. then the final, the final. Okay. Bids. So any, mm -hmm. anything in between that happens with cuts or they're trying to shave off 10%, they usually let me know, but yeah. Um, normally it's like, okay, a show this big with this many people in this venue, like generally depending on finished materials and stuff will be i think i could do a la mancha for this much or, right you know, okay. right right and then and and then sometimes you know we usually do about i don't know before it's approved there's eight iterations of the budget before right like wow so I, yeah so i don't really <laughs> deal with personnel except I, sure. I put in requests for like okay i need two carpenters to work with me for the summer in the shop and okay. a paint apprentice and a, you know, whoever. Um, so I sort of lay out and I try to do the crew tracking in mm -hmm. advance. So I know like, okay, I'm going to need, because in mom, I'm going to keep talking about oh, it. It was like the yes. biggest project that we did and we all loved so very, very much. Oh, it was delightful. Um, <laughs> it was, what a blast. What a blast. Oh. Uh, <laughs> It was, you know, the lighting, we knew it was going to be in the round and I knew the lighting designer in advance and I, uh, uh, whose name is Vance. Um, <laughs> oh, it's convenient. He, yes. And I, I was like, okay, Vance is going to want four spots for this. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need four spot ops. And mm -hmm. so I sort of built into my shop budget, some apprentices who could do stage mm -hmm. work. And we still didn't have enough. We had to bring in some high school interns. Oh yeah. Which was, it was a steep learning curve. Yes, 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 that's a good. Um, and I, I ended up working with one of them again this summer in our oh, youth cool. programs that we were able to do, uh, you know, in the COVID times. Right. Um, and, and, uh, and, and he had grown quite a bit. Oh good, uh, excellent. Mr. David. Mr. Oh good, Mr. David. excellent. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. He, I think a year in college did him good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of, you know, being young and spry and, and kind of growing into right. everything, like how, how did you, you said you're a musical theater kid. How did you get started in theater? Like what drove you to, to go towards this rather than like film or something else or just becoming a general like carpenter, you know? Uh, you know, these are the questions that keep me up at night. I actually <laughs> don't know. Uh, Perfect. But no, you know, I, I could have gone into a stable career. I, I wanted to be a lawyer or an architect or a doctor. Those were like the three things I wanted to do. And TV so I is of, right up there with them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so actually, so getting into theater, well, theater performance was entirely by accident in high school. I was mm -hmm. in a, I was literally waiting for my mom to come pick me up. I couldn't drive it. I didn't have a car. And uh, a friend of mine through, I don't know, one of my classes, leans out of a door, happened to see me sitting out in the courtyard and was like, hey, Ben, do you want to audition for this show? And I was like, <laughs> what now? <laughs> and and uh, it was a cold read for uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, so I was, like, I was like, I don't have to like prepare anything, right? <laughs> and so they got, I got the role of the bailiff, uh, uh, Finley or something oh, wow. and uh i had one line and uh -huh. it was and i said it four like 50 times it was do you swear to tell the truth the whole truth the, mm -hmm. nothing but the truth so i hope you got <laughs> but of course um i i put some kind of ridiculous accent it was in new of york course. so i was like <laughs> and i i don't i don't i think i picked this up i saw it on a sketch or something on tv and i was like so help you get like that was my, <laughs> that was my whole shtick <laughs> I don't know. But, oh my goodness. So that, that started me started me on a dark and dismal path. Yeah. So I we I went to college fully anticipating not getting a BFA in music theater. I thought I was gonna major in, I don't know, something useful. Yeah. But I decided uh early on to get a, a BFA because I got into the BFA program at the University of Florida. The friend who I auditioned with did not. It was the same person who got me into theater oh, in high school. No. 
uh, but you know, she went to a much better school That's no, than no. I did. I think she ended up at NYU. So oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was a little <laughs> bit different. I stayed in state cause I grew up in Florida. We didn't mention this yet. I grew no. up in Florida. Yeah. It explains so much about you. Mm. <laughs> uh, it does. It really, it but really the does. The fact that you also were like, I got to get out of here and Colorado seems great, yep. you know, also says a lot about you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. there's hope for you. <laughs> well, we can, the jury's still out on that yeah. one. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So what do you find exciting about technical directing versus acting or like, I mean, you, you are lucky enough, especially being with like Dylan for so long that you've kind of been able to do both. You know, I haven't, I only got to see you perform in one cabaret last year, but I also know that you were, you know, um, in, what was it? Rock of ages. Rock of ages. Yeah. yeah. And I miss that. And so, uh, but I hear you were incredible. So like you get yeah. to do both. What, <laughs> What's fun about each and do you kind of prefer one over the other at this point? You know, that's a good question. I, I, I think I'm still figuring out the answer. Yeah, that's fair. I, uh, I like performing. I, I have, that was sort of how I started and I, I think I'll always sort of have a place in my heart, but I, you know, there's just something nice about getting a show up and then like not, and then like just, sort of seeing it and enjoying it and right, then not right, having to worry yeah. constantly about maintaining it and you right. know, like I mean other than repairs and notes right. and things. But so um they're they're both very different. I think it's one of the things I love about my job at Lake Dillon is that I sort of got to carve out my own little niche and, yeah. and figure out and I get to do, you know, most technical directors, if they're performers, wouldn't get an opportunity to the, right. be in a show. Right. But we're, you know, these guys, my bosses and the, and the company, they're able, they're very willing to make it work on yeah. occasion if it's if it's the right thing, mm-hmm. if it's the right role, the right show. Um, and, you know, occasionally, like we do, I do cabarets and we're, right now we're doing these like traveling uh, truck shows that out of the back of my pickup that That's we, you know, we do a awesome. little cabaret. Uh, and pull into someone's neighborhood, you know, do 30 minute set and then drive to the next one. Yeah. So it's a little bit like one of the pageant wagon shows. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love it. So it's, so it's it's sort of fun. Um, but you know, I, I, I sing a couple of that, but I'm also like, then I run to the front seat of the truck where I have the laptop queued up and and I'm adjusting the sound for the next person and I'm wiping, wiping down the microphone stand before I hand it off to the next person. So it's, uh, it's a little bit of both. I think I, I, I like, I, I like the, uh, the, the detail that you have to put into us, into being a technical director Mm -hmm. and producing drawings and, you know, figuring out those kinds of challenges, like Mm -hmm. how, okay, so you get a a beautiful drawing, but then you're like, how am I going to build this? Right. And, and that's a lot of what I do. Um, and, and, and performing is its own, you know, creative outlet and challenge, but, um, man, there's just something my nerdy little heart loves about, uh, just turning in a fresh stack of shop drawings, you know, here's here's 18 new shop plates and, you know, that's fun. What's the, what's the coolest thing that you've gotten to create or make or like, you know, take a design mm-hmm. and build? Like what was the most challenge, fun challenge? Oh, wow, man, there were a lot. Uh, so I, one of my favorite things, we did a show, we did Constellations, uh-huh. um, which is a, a, a great show about sort of the multiverse theory and and you know, chaos. Ooh. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys are familiar yeah. with it. Oh, oh um, yes. But yeah, it's a great play. And so, you know, there's always like different dimensions and, and things like that. And so what we ended up doing was we created this, uh, like, like there were 120, 120, um, like hanging light bulbs of very, of like visible Edison filament, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, of varying sizes. And we had them all hooked up in this crazy sculpture that was like, they were, they were all hanging above the actors in the stage. And then each dimension had its own constellation. Oh, like cool. They would, wow. they, would, they would light up in different formations and stuff. So just figuring out the, the you know, the 
circuiting on yeah. that alone yeah. was, was insane. Um, and because we had, we had, I think two days with the lighting designer, so we Jeez. couldn't like have him circuit it. So it had to right. be ready to go when right. we started. So, uh, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. So we, we ended up getting a bunch of those like octopus lights that have like multiple. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we sort of hung them on a wooden grid that we, you know, everything was painted black. And so then we just sort of like zip tied everything and and started moving them out. And they they sort of became this giant rat's nest of of light cables, That's which cool. was cool. But yeah, probably a huge fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> It's all it's all temporary lighting right, yeah. the lighting grid anyway. So there's a whole different set of rules we right. gotta worry about. Right. So it's fine. It's just uh. extension cord. <laughs> have you ever brought the have, uh, like technical side of your job home? Like you ever built something at home because you just had to like get it out of your system? Oh yeah, most most of the stuff uh, that that is surrounding me. I built the desk. I I built my own desk and uh, these what? cupboard these cupboards behind me. This oh little shelf thing that's holding up my poster. I I built most of my desks because I've I've decided I like I have a certain layout that I prefer on, and you yeah. can't really buy them like that right. unless you want to spend a billion dollars. But <laughs> so I've just I most of my most of my like. Furniture is just shop furniture that I just build and never paint. I, I rarely <laughs> oh, yeah. Is there um, stuff, do you ever take things home or um, from shows that like once it's struck, you know, and it's obviously never going to be used again? I don't know if he's back. Oh, okay, there he is. Um, no, I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. I heard the end of the question. Good. <laughs> do, I, do I take things home from other shows? Well, from shows, yeah. Once, I, once it's struck, like, and you know, it's, you're not going to use it again because... So I I try to keep one set piece from uh -huh. every summer show. So like that. in the in the shop, there's the the sign. We did a show a, two years ago. Uh, we did Mr. Joy, um, which is like in front of it's a street. It's a one person show. Anyway, I kept the sign from Mr. Joy Shoe Shop, and nice. it's a it's in the shoe repair. It's in the the shop. Oh, cool. I kept the sign from the Bourbon Room in the shop. Uh, for, for from Rock of Ages, I kept the that arch from um, Mamma Mia. I kept oh the, really? Up to the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, and and then I kept a couple random signs from from Rock of Ages. I think there's the Venus Club and the Bourbon Room. Oh, nice. So and I'll keep something from Man of La Mancha when we right. do it eventually. Yeah. But. I like the yeah. big summer shows because they have the like the best stuff. Stuff, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Are you guys on sort of a pause right now for for COVID, or how are you? How are you dealing with all that right now? Uh, so I'm very fortunate that I've been. They've kept me employed this mm -hmm. entire time, which Perfect. has been uh, amazing. I'm through the the COVID. It's my job. It uh, changed quite drastically for a, mm -hmm. for several of the first few months, where it was probably unrecognizable as a technical director. Um, I was doing a lot of the editing and online content for our, um, we did a couple of like 20 different online little programs and videos, yeah. book reads for school kids and play reads for adults. And we did like a hangout, Zoom hangouts with our patrons just so they wouldn't feel alone. Um, and yeah, and so that was, uh, so I did a lot of that, like video editing work, which is Something I I don't really know where I picked up how to do it, but I've sort of been doing it on and off since I don't know high school, college. That's cool. Just, I, I, there was a brief period of my time when I wanted to be a filmmaker, and then I was like, Aha, oh, there it is. So, <laughs> yeah. So and I I've uh, anyway, and so that was sort of what I had done to sort of keep occupied and help the theater, and then we were able to do some uh, theater programs for our youth in the summertime uh, outdoors and you know socially distanced and they wore masks and uh except when they were they were kept in little cohorts like little mm -hmm. groups of 10 mm -hmm. so then they they could perform in that group once they had all been checked out so they could take off their masks nice but they did socially distanced theater yeah so that they you know they didn't they didn't touch anything or anybody mm -hmm. uh they they had one set piece each that they'd moved you know, oh, that's so that cool. was that was sort of 
part of the that was sort of part of the task uh, that then suddenly I was a technical director right. and I had to build a bunch of random cubes and stuff, uh, which is fun. But and then and now we've got sort of our we had a we did a couple concert series on our outdoor stage, which were very that has proven to be invaluable during the COVID times. Um, and and that's been super great. So uh, that you know, I'm setting up sound equipment and mixing a show of a few musicians, or sometimes it's just piano and and a, a vocalist. Um, so, but you know, now we have like a road set that I right. you know cobbled together that we take outside, and because it it's a one time, we don't have that venue's not set up permanently. Right. Right. So. And then uh, we're we're hoping to do a holiday show that might be sort of like a like a like where we cycle people through in small groups, mm -hmm. like an on, mm -hmm. ongoing type mm -hmm. performance. Um, oh, cool! Kind of like um, what's it called? The big one in New York, um, based on Macbeth. The Lion King. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's Hamlet. Okay. It's a joke. <laughs> That's that was, yes, that yeah. one is. Yeah, that one's based on Hamlet. Oh yeah. Whatever. The, but it's like like a walking, like a walkthrough. Like the, the performers are kind of constantly on in a way, and like the yeah. audience says, "Oh, that's super cool." That'd be a lot of fun. So yeah. there, there's there's a few more you know legal right guy, CDC esque guidelines to and hoops to jump through right. before that, that's that's given the green light, but. Uh, and then in the meantime, we've just, I've just been cleaning and organizing and, and inventory. The theater's never been so clean. I was just going to say, that's actually kind of exciting because that never gets done it's sort during of, a theater season. So It's sort of been my favorite. And yeah. everyone leaves me alone because as because I told everyone, I said, okay, you can come you know, help. You can come find me if you need mm -hmm. something. But if you do, you have to clean something because mm -hmm. we're just cleaning now. <laughs> So like, so everyone leaves me alone, which is I great. I love that. That's awesome. Because <laughs> nobody wants to help. Right. Of course yeah. not. <laughs> Actually, everyone, and, and I shouldn't say that because they, my bosses might hear this, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they've, they've actually been, everyone's really pulled together and, and yeah. tried to make this happen. And so it's, yeah. it's been, it's been a great, I mean, it's odd to say, but it's been like a really great team building six months during this whole yeah, madness but, yeah so that's been i mean and i good. mean the thing that i love so much about like dylan and i love being there last year because you guys really are uh, a good family and you work well together um and you have such a strong patron group and base and stuff um how bad are you guys hurting though like being a smaller company and stuff or is you guys are you guys going to be okay not having your big like you didn't have a big summer season which is yeah so that was good. sort of interesting uh you know we were we have been in a very fortunate position we we had i mean if this if if this had happened 5 years ago yeah. we probably would have had to furlough everybody yeah. and shut our doors um but we, you know, we got out, we were rolling out of our capital campaign. We had a few uh, like foundational gifts or not. Um, what do they call it? Like some people died and gave us money. <laughs> um, and, and it was, it was not an insignificant amount. Right. So we had, we had a lot, we had a, a very decent amount in our, um, uh the 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 bank the bank money place yeah and and so we were I, there's a word for it that i cannot remember right now and it's gonna drive me crazy uh, i know but, uh 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 not a donation know, but trust. it was a no, bequeathed no. And it's it's like a tr it's like a trust but it's yeah. not a yeah. trust huh mm, i don't know anyway but we so we ended up uh, just sort of pivoting. And I think it, it, you know, our size company is we're a staff of eight right. and, and oh, full-time. Wow. And so, and you know, in the summertime that expands to 50, like that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's much bigger, but uh, full-time, we don't have that many, um, I guess, financial obligations and, and we weren't making money, but we were able to keep our, our, people employed we we got on the the payroll protection program nice. um yeah. like 
one of the last ones that was yeah. approved. And, and so that, that carried us through, I think it was eight weeks, like the nice. beginning of it. Um, so then we didn't have to dip into the, 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 the savings, yeah. I guess. Um, and now we're like, you know, we're not going to continue this indefinitely, but sure, hopefully we're sort of planning on like, okay, we can eat a year of, mm-hmm. uh, of, salaries and try to make it up over the next five hopefully mm-hmm. but if, mm-hmm. if that turns into like that you know we can't if we can't produce anything in 2021 and at this point nobody really knows we all hope we can yeah. yeah uh but you know so i think something if if this is gonna you know right now we're basically we moved our entire 2020 season we went on lockdown the opening day of our mm-hmm. it was friday what? and we were about to open our first show of the season the roommate we had a final dress that morning they had lunch we got the news that we were shutting down yeah. and so we all we all came back to the theater and 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 raided the bar like everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody was shithoused by 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 two o'clock Amazing. and it was so yep. that was like that was our cast that was our cast party but yeah. you know opening and closing cast party yeah so Ugh. uh yeah and then uh but so basically we're taking that entire season and just moving it to 2021 so that yeah. that's the plan anyway okay Good. and we're doing things in the inner rim and, and right. we've uh we've had some donations come in you know people have been very supportive we do like like you said we have a very supportive group up here that yeah. of people that i and i think like keeping our people employed has actually gone further Mm-hmm. with um with those type types of donations rather than like we need your money save right, save right. us yeah it was like i mean we appreciate it and i think people yeah. were like well you guys you know you you guys are working hard and and here's here's a little bit extra yeah. through these times mm-hmm. it's you know and most people donated their season passes like we we offered to transfer them to 2021 mm-hmm. and most people were like you know what we'll buy another one next year just keep them that's really, like, that's really i don't cool. know if it was everybody yeah. but it was but probably 70 like percent that's like, awesome that's, holy cow so we don't have like i mean, th- I mean that's a bunch maybe of rich people 30 there, so it's not super surprising <laughs> <laughs> i'm not familiar with dylan so it sounds like there's a good uh i don't know amount of well-off acreage in that area <laughs> If there's ever, you know, um, a group of people who may hopefully donate when they pass, you right. guys might be set for right. another 20 odd years. Yeah. yeah. Endowment. That's the word. Yes! That's the okay. word! <laughs> okay. All right. We all feel better uh, now. Yeah. Wow. So we had we had some money that we had set aside for the endowment. And then, right. and then we had to pull a little bit to get us through, I think, the rest of the year. But again, we had some donations come in. We kept a lot of our t- ticket or early ticket revenue. Again, that's like 20% maybe, but yeah, okay. maybe maybe 30% yeah. of like normal ticket sales um, is season passes type stuff, but. Still, that's awesome. I don't know. That's really they cool. don't They don't pay me to do the box office that's, stuff. Yeah, so yeah that's I don't know. fair. I mean, where, where do you, I guess in a perfect world, where do you see you guys going in 2021 outside of like sticking to the normal uh, switchover that you plan from, you know, this year over to next year? Where would you want it to go i mean and if you could just snap your fingers and get this all over and done with right now uh shoot yeah that's a good question i you know i think one thing we've been trying to develop and i think if we suddenly everything was you know super awesome in 2021 and and like pies the sky and we suddenly find ourselves with we have time for more programming. Mm-hmm. Let's do some stuff. Our, we've been trying to div, uh, do like new works development. Um, Ooh, and one cool. of the shows we were going going to do last, and I think we're doing it again. Um, and we've sort of off put, it'll be like May of 21 mm-hmm. if everything goes according to plan. But I think I'd like to see us, you know, we're doing a show called What We Leave Behind in mm. May. And uh, it, it's a musical. It's a one woman show. We're, we're still there's some names attached to it which whatever um but uh we're we're trying colorado homegrown uh heroes possibly oh, hopefully cool. wonderful wow fingers yeah. crossed i don't i probably can't i probably sh- am not allowed to say anything about that but That's, it's yeah. going to be cool yeah. um if it happens and then um but i think like i would love to sit have a have like a, a show do an out of town like 
tryout sit down mm-hmm. before, maybe before it moves to like a bigger city like mm-hmm. if something was going to do an out of town tryout in denver we could w- develop it for like a smaller space yeah. type situation yeah um wow. maybe if something i don't know but that that's sort of where i would like to see us right. go and then and chris if you are listening to, to this i would love to stage manage that kind of stuff just so you know <laughs> oh boy there's the point take her please take her <laughs> get her out of so many we have so many wonderful uh stage managers just a, a beck and call away we're right we're, and you know i can't wait till the day i can call people and say hey we have mm-hmm jobs for mm-hmm. you come mm-hmm. come play with us mm-hmm. so i look forward to that call stephanie yeah <laughs> me too um since you've been at lake dylan for so long and you kind of wound up there is there anywhere that you have always wanted to go or um would you know in your wildest dreams like like the chance to either perform somewhere or work somewhere that isn't like Dylan? Or are you pretty happy being where you are and plan to be there for the next 40 years? <laughs> that's a good question. I mean, right now, Canada seems pretty yeah, great. Well, that's yeah. true. That's um, super fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, you know, I am, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yes, I mean, Ultimately, I've, I've, especially this is in the past few years, I've really mm-hmm. become sort of attached to my little town here in the mm-hmm. mountains and Summit County. And, um, you know, I, I met my wife here uh, and, and uh, we uh, uh, are, we're going to have a baby. Did I say that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So we're going to have a baby here. So Summit right. County is sort of our home. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, we're really excited. And, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I like the little, the little theater here. I like the people. I like what I get to do mm-hmm. because I sort of get to make up what I do, which yeah. is like mm-hmm. sort of the ideal situation when you're talking yeah. about your job. I mean, obviously yeah. we all have days where it's like, really, I got to do that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think, I, I think I'll be in uh, Summit County in Silverthorne for a while yet. That's awesome. Wow. That's very cool. But, it seems, I've only been to that area once but are you guys like how big is that area is it fairly of a larger size or you guys kind of like tucked away uh so we're we're it's sort of a i don't know for a mountain town it's pretty big we're summit county is is the towns of dillon frisco Mm -hmm. silverthorne and breckenridge which is like the bigger Ah, okay Uh, so so that that's what most people know when they think of summit county but there's a lot of other communities around there. We're in Silverthorne, uh, and we're just off of the I-70 corridor. So there's a lot oh. of like front range, front range people who yeah. come up for the weekend or mm-hmm. are second homeowners. Uh, so we get we get a lot of tourism, uh, ski wow. traffic in the summer, and like hiking and biking and summer activities in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. the, I think the population of Summit County is something around 40,000 year round. Okay. Oh, and then okay. Wow. It might be 30,000, 30, something like that. Yeah. yeah. When I moved here, it was only like, it was like 15,000. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's definitely expanded. It's crazy. We have a Target. We have a movie theater. That's true. Oh, that's that's true. true. So when you know you, you made know. it, you yeah. got a Target yeah. and a movie theater. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, we have just we have we have outlet malls for Christ's sake. <laughs> That's not, where the theater was for that interim period. The outlet mall. <laughs> and, and it was an Adidas outlet for a Oh long time. my goodness. Oh, wow. Oh that's and crazy. Do you have uh a like a particular influence for your everyday job? Is there something that just I don't know, something that drives you to outside of just, you know, having a general feel for being super creative and, and making awesome set pieces and of course amazing desks that I will um, contact you about uh-huh. purchasing at some point. Uh, yes. What, yes. What, what influences your, your life, man? Like what, what, what drives you to just keep doing this every day? Like what is the background of Mr. Ben? That well. We have five hours, so. <laughs> The question this. itself was flattering, Horror. so thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think I'm 
a pretty driven person. I like to be, I like to consider myself. Uh, I can also be extremely lazy. It's fits and spurts. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess like, you know, I just sort of, the dogs are barking. And um, yeah. So uh, the other, that's, I don't know. That's sort of a tough question. I didn't really think about that. Well, like, what do you, I guess maybe a better question, uh, or not better, but a different way to think about it. Your question was fine, (laughs) Tyler. Don't listen to her. No, it's all right. I'm exhausted. I haven't had dinner. I'm trying to think of stuff. Okay, Seth. No, let's um, knock this one out of the pack. What are uh, what are the things that you do that are not work related that you really enjoy? So that way, like when you are focused on work, like you're ready for work because you got your other hobbies, you've got your other things that you like to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that... a good one. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I th- I think one thing that has you know s- s- it's a balance, right? It always is. Mm-hmm. Like finding that work life mm-hmm. balance and and in theater we don't always get that because mm-hmm. we sort of take it with us all the time um i you know i guess this is sort of a question to answer to both of your questions right. but like so i i always end up like thinking about something i'll come up against a problem like i don't know how i'm going to build this i don't know how this should go together or whatever and then i go home and i sleep i sleep and like if i can get a solid night's sleep or if I go and play some games with with some friends or you know in the before times that's what I would do right now right. it's I get on zoom and I talk to people right. um but you know I, I always come back a little bit refreshed and then I, I usually come up with an idea in in the night you know like right, I don't know right. so that sort of is like my what influences me and keeps me going is like those little reprieves where I right. can think about things and and come up with a new idea. And what I do in that free time is exceptionally nerdy. I yeah. am the biggest <laughs> I am the biggest nerd you guys know. I, I just, you oh, know, and I'll, I know a lot I'll of put, nerds, but I'll put money on it. I can out nerd <laughs> any of y'all. So <laughs> I love but it. uh yeah, I I love uh, I love working on side projects. I you know I'm always building something or working on something or I've gotten into 3D printing uh, oh, lately, cool. so that's been super fun for both you know personal use and for the theater. Yeah, um, I try to put at least one 3D printed thing on every set that I do now. I love that's that. My, that's my goal, even if it's just like a like a doorknob. Like yeah, yeah. A, like a cabinet, you know, hardware. Yeah, knob, yeah. Kind of thing. Just we did we did uh, what was that show? Barefoot the park, and I mm-hmm. printed the house the the numbers on the door like the five oh, A. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Those were three D printed, and then the little wall panel like the the buzzer was oh was, yeah was three D printed. That's right. Which was fun. So, uh, but then you know I print like Dungeons and Dragons terrain and miniatures and all oh, kinds of stupid cool. shit on my three D printers I love it. as well because I am a a huge nerd. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I I like to keep. I like to be creative. I like to be creative all the time. But I like to be creative in different ways. So I have right. to bounce. I have to sort of bounce from one thing to the other all the time. Because I can't spend. If I spend too long on one thing, I just I hit a block and I have to move on. Right. Okay. Right. Something else. Do something fun. Do something else. Nice. Do you take advantage of being in ski country and stuff, or are you not really? <laughs> I am I am the worst Colorado. Yes. Yes. I, I am I am I am a very like indoors let's yep. play games and and like you know sedentary I guess. Yeah. I like I like I like going outside. I like uh I even like the snow and I love the winter and mm-hmm. I I I just am a terrible skier. Like That's I'm fair. really bad. I snowboard and I know how to snowboard okay. and I and I can do that probably better but than, than skiing. I hate snowboarding. That's <laughs> like, hilarious. It's it's so I it's it's very inconvenient as mm, far. It's not it's yes. it's a terribly inefficient sport. Like <laughs> how, how so? How so? <laughs> so people want to know. People want so so because ski resorts are not made for snowboarders. Like ski right. lifts they're not made for snowboarders. So you got oh, to yeah, you got to take your little foot out. You got to like scoot the whole way. 
you get on the chair, everyone else's skis are like parallel and you're sitting there like yep. perpendicular to the chair. You're like having to like twist on your, you know, and then you get up, you scoot off of the chair lift and then skiers, they just go, they just can go right down the hill. You got to sit your ass down in the cold snow, <laughs> strap, strap yourself to this board and, and like, you know, and then like, waddle your way up <laughs> and then you can you can participate right and then it's over in five minutes you gotta do the whole thing right 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 it's just inefficient that. i just feel like it's it's it, there there's some they need a td to figure it out right yes stop being ski elitists yeah except the snowboarders too that's, i think that's you found your next job yeah. post covid yeah. ski <laughs> resort td <laughs> Oh, I, I did have an idea for a binding that you can like un, unhinge and rotate so the yeah. board is straight. Oh. Like, so, so, like you sit you sit on yeah. your, your board like that, like yeah. sideways, perpendicular. But if like rotated like underneath you and yeah. underneath the ski lift. How is that not something that's real already? You it might be. be, I don't know. <laughs> they do, I mean, they have fancy bindings that are like step-in bindings. You oh, don't have yeah. to like, you know, sit down and strap down. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I just can't afford those. Yeah, so. no, that's fair. That's, that's a big investment. But, yeah. I mean, man, I, I had last time I went skiing, I was on the hill, like, I don't know, 2015, 16. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, I'm too old for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably break something. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you, uh, now I'm curious since, you know, you two have worked together. Do you have like a best story or a worst story from your career that you'd want to share with our listeners? Uh, specifically about Stephanie? I was just or... going to say. <laughs> I'm really fishing for like a horrible experience or a really nice experience. Oh. But no, like overall, do you have like a really awesome, great story or a story of maybe like the worst show you've ever, uh, you know, TD'd. Is that, is that what you call it? Yes. Okay. Or been in or performed or been, in yeah. since you're an actor. <laughs> oh, well, well I, was... I mean, Mamma Mia was pretty tough. <laughs> really? Okay. It was, it was a great show. It was yes. tough for a variety of reasons. None Things of which went were- wrong every week. None of which were my or Stephanie's yeah, responsibility. Yeah, that's actually true. All the things that were terrible about that show were like <laughs> not our job. Yeah. Like not our. Like, we, we were affected by it greatly. <laughs> yeah. Do you have examples with fake names? Uh, we just had a lot of like personality issues yeah. going on. A lot of uh, egos yeah. backstage. Yeah. And um, also and a lot of weirdly like sickness. And like we literally had to put a new person in every we have rehearsal every week once we open that show and normally on a, in a regional theater like mm -hmm. that you rehearse you open the show and then you never have rehearsals again or yeah. you maybe have one understudy rehearsal or whatever we have a rehearsal at least once a week for the whole run of that show wow. because we had to put somebody in because of oh, things and it's, it's like i've never been so busy before um, yeah wow. it was it was also it was difficult because we had to rep the show out with with the kids show which only performed right. like once a week but they had to mm. keep doing put-ins because as well for that show yes we had a couple of people leave the company for a variety of reasons um but you know we had we had to replace not only did we have to replace them in mama mia but we had to replace them in the kids show and then we'd have to do a rehearsal for both so we'd have to change out the set like three times in a yeah. day yeah yeah. You know, it was like, yeah. And it was like, it was a great set and it was in the round and um, on a turntable, but there was like a dock that went up and around, but the kids show couldn't use the dock the way that they needed. So like a whole section had to be removed. So it was, yeah. Oh, screw that. Um, I, wow. I still am so mad that I had to lose that battle yeah. because I was like, yeah the dock and they're like no we have to move the dock because yeah. it just doesn't work i need to use all the entrances and exits like, well they can stand up and walk right. on whatever yeah. <laughs> i was like i would have much rather covered that thing with i don't know canvas or yeah. whatever yeah. rather than have to move it every yeah. single day like yeah. it was every single day and it pretty much i think maybe like we didn't do it mondays and we didn't do mm -hmm. it tuesdays but yeah 
and then and then it was like the cabarets and stuff happened so there were yeah. other events that had that so we had to clear it out for that and do a rehearsal for that and then yeah. put it back for that so we were just moving that those docks like and they got pretty beat heavy. up the end, yeah but yeah they were they were they were all right i mean oh they were so heavy because it, i i built them to not move yeah they weren't supposed <laughs> yeah. to move when i yeah oh, no. yeah you know so I it will was like say they were made of two by sixes and <laughs> solid wood. It was solid yeah. wood. Yeah. Like. Um, do you remember? So one of the cool things actually I really like about Lake Dillon is all of the staff have to be uh, the house manager um, during show run. So they mm. kind of rotate who's in charge of okay. the audience and stuff. Um, uh, during the week and Ben was the house manager the night that we had so if people who don't know what Mamma Mia is, it's a musical using the music of ABBA and it's just this ridiculous, crazy show, but like people are obsessed with it. It was on Broadway for, I don't know how long, but I feel like a decade. Um, 15 years. Yeah. Um, it's any, anytime a theater creates it, it's like a huge money make people because people love ABBA. Mm -hmm. Um, and there was this group of women, middle-aged women, that showed up. They had fucking um, mermaid oh. sequins on their faces, like oh, right. pants that were mermaid uh, scale shimmer things, and they would not stop being the most obnoxious audience members. Like okay. they, they thought they were at an ABBA concert, not watching a theater show. Oh. And so I'm on the headset, and I'm just getting more and more livid, and like so pissed and Ben I know Ben's like has to be listening the whole time in case something and I like remember thinking at some point I was like Ben doesn't know me super well I feel like he's not impressed with my behavior right now <laughs> but I was like ready to murder them I was like Ben oh, I can't man. kick him out I oh can't. that's just ridiculous yeah it was bad this this wasn't like you know Rocky Horror Show where there's right. like specific callbacks and there's but they sort of thought it was like they, yeah. they were like hmm. they were interacting with the actors like in the show and I was yeah. like what are you doing and they yeah. just, you know the actors just kept going but oh my god yeah they were like you don't need to you shouldn't yeah. talk to that guy like that uh-uh. <laughs> come over here Pepper and sit on my lap <laughs> <laughs> what what <laughs> inappropes magopes and-, and it was so funny because there was also a bachelorette party i think there that night and we were really worried about that group being the rowdy ones nope it was those middle-aged of course no ladies. yeah it's always yep them. yep whether it's a movie theater Woo-hoo. or an actual yeah <laughs> it was pretty great oh that's i don't know that sounds fantastic. Yeah, you don't. Is there or is there like anybody you've worked with that was super cool that people might know? Like that was a really great experience because they were kind of famous, but they were also really awesome people. Or I mean, like I so the the one the person that comes to mind. Hold on, I'm gonna make sure the internet is with me. Are we good? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm yeah. gonna keep going. Yeah. All right. Uh, then you know so. Uh, uh, the, one of the families that sort of started the theater scene here in Summit County is the Moores, Bob and Wendy uh, Moore, and they, they were the artistic directors of a small community theater in Breckenridge um, for a while, and they've worked with us on, I don't know, 50 plus productions. And they have two daughters, uh, uh, Mandy and Missy. And Missy is, is, uh, now lives in LA, but uh, she's sort of Colorado theater, well-known. Uh, she did a lot of youth stuff. Um, but also shows at probably every theater in the Denver metro area and Colorado Springs and um, such. But her sister, Mandy, her older sister, is Mandy Moore, the choreographer. And, you know, she does uh, Zoe's Infinite Playlist and, oh, and cool. did, did like, you know, choreographed uh, a lot of the So You Think You Can Dance stuff. Oh, cool. um, she was a, she's a guest judge on that show. Anyway, all that to say, not to name drop, but just that like, she is literally one of the most genuine people mm. I've ever met. Like, that's awesome. And you'd think with, she's, she's I don't know, had one handful of Emmys at this yeah. point for whatever. And and she's just so down to earth. Like she, she came to visit Bob and Wendy last Christmas. And so we all had a big Christmas party at my boss's house and she was there. 
you know, she just, she's just like, yeah, I'm working in Vancouver on this thing. And I, you know, I can't really talk about it. It was Zoe's infinite playlist. That's awesome. But she, you know, she's like, I'm not really supposed to say what it is and like who's involved, but it's, it's been a lot of fun, but you know, Vancouver's, it's not home. It's, you know, it's not yeah, yeah. so it's, but just like seriously, one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And I think, and I, I like to think it's because yeah. she grew up in a little mountain town. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? uh, not going to lie though. I definitely thought you were going to tell us that it was Mandy Moore, the nineties pop star slash no. movie Although- person. And I was like, Oh my God, that's hilarious. Honestly, <laughs> I have worked with both of them. Both oh, wow. of the Mandy Moores. That's awesome. Wow. This is, so I said I, earlier, I grew up in Florida. Right. Uh, Miss Mandy Moore is from Orlando, Florida as well. Oh, the, sure. ah. the, the singer slash Disney princess. Right, Mandy. yeah. Um, she was the voice of Rapunzel for those, yes. which is one of my favorite Disney movies. Of yes. All time. Um, Tangled, not Rapunzel. But uh, so we were in show choir together in middle school. No which way. was... The most amazing thing, yeah. She, we went to two different middle schools, but there was a show <laughs> choir that was uh, that it was like a hundred kids. So it was, you know, yeah, it wasn't that of like course. we didn't hang out, right? But everyone knew, like Mandy Moore was like, oh, her mom and dad, her dad, I don't remember, one of her parents was like, oh yeah, she's gonna go. She's like a got a record deal and she's gonna uh-huh. do this stuff. Come two years later, Candy comes out, which uh-huh. is like the first like, pop <laughs> <Yes>. hit. <laughs> And I'm watching this video as like a, I don't know, a 14, 15 year old kid. And I was like, who is this girl? What does she think she is? She's not gonna, she's not gonna go anywhere. This is gonna be a one hit wonder. She'll come crawling back to show choir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and she did not. No. So I have have worked with both of the Mandy Moore. Oh, that's incredible. Awesome. That's so and funny. and what's hilarious about Mandy Moore from Colorado is mm-hmm. that her so her Twitter handle is is nope another. <laughs> <laughs> so because she always sure. gets mistaken oh, yeah. on social media as like oh are you like the one who's the singer? Yeah. She's like no I'm the choreographer. That's <laughs> hilarious. Emmy that. award winning. Yeah. Yeah. Moore. You'd think that at some point she would become the name, but right, right. No, I mean Mandy Moore is still on This Is Us and whatever. Right, still doing some right. Stuff. Yeah. The other, the other Mandy. The other yeah. Mandy Moore, not our primary Mandy right. Moore. <laughs> yeah. So that's <laughs> you know not to name drop Mandy Moore twice, but, but I, yeah, we asked I for it, did. so you did. Mandy Moore squared. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we're running a little bit low on time, but. I did want to ask you, is there anything you wanted to promote before we... Or uh, advice to give. Yeah. Or both. Oh, man. Well, you know, uh, if you want to see uh, some fun stuff that we've been doing at the theater, you can go check out lakedillantheater.org. Or you can look up Lake Dillon Theater on YouTube. I think it's youtube.com slash Lake Dillon Theater. Or just search Lake Dillon Theater. Uh, D-I-L-L-O-N. Uh, and you can see us play uh, little Dungeons and Dragons online. Ooh, which I love was, that. Which was, and all of the online content that we've been doing through the COVIDs is there. Uh, and I was telling these guys, I am on a couple other podcasts too, if you are yeah. a nerd like me and you want to hear about. Uh, so Ignorant and Uninformed is one that I'm on. It's a little different format than this. It's uh, certainly more vulgar. When we talk <laughs> about... Uh, I've been on my best behavior, by the way. <laughs> I know. Um, I was a little um, surprised. It's okay. <laughs> That's all right. And so I, uh, uh, anyway, ignorantuninformed.com, or you can, uh, you can, we're on Facebook and Twitter um, as Ig and Un. Um, nice. Which, you know, shorten that handle down a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but it's a about- <laughs> the way it skipped it was almost like you were trying to sing it's a podcast it was hilarious sorry so ignorant on the form it's a podcast about <laughs> it, yeah and it's it's uh it's you talk about whatever 
out of the topic bowl. It's 30 minutes. Uh, is our other, is my Star Trek podcast that I'm on uh, with Mike Jones and Aaron uh, Hadley, who are both uh, theater people as well. So you can check them out as well. And you just talk about that's Star, me. Star Trek. You watch. Oh you yeah, watch we Star do. Trek we do then. Star Trek: The Next Generation. Uh, sometimes we do like news and uh, you know topics and. Right. We'll discuss. Uh, we'll do special episodes for the holidays or something, but mostly it's we talk about talking our way through the Next Generation mm-hmm. uh, series it. of Love Star it. Trek. So. Yeah. Cool. What advice would you have for oh, right. listeners who? aren't in the business or are new to the business or are old in the business, but could always use a fresh thought. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I only ended up in this job because I asked about other parts of theater. I, Mm -hmm. I, you know, so I'd say, don't be afraid to reach out and and want to learn everything you can about this industry. And like, you know, talk to your stage managers if you're an actor and see what, find out what they do. Maybe that's what you'd like to do. Or, you know, if you want to, if you like building crap in your backyard and you want to build sets, talk to the TD and say, Hey, do you guys need help in this shop? And I know the union, you know, always the, the union sometimes poo poos that you'd stay in your lane, but uh, you know, they can't, they can't control you when you're off when you're off time. Like yeah. no one can make you work in the shop. Right. right. But, but if you want to like do it, right. Learn as much as you can. And because, I mean, that's what we look for. We look for people with multiple talents with, yeah. you know, a lot of different variety, a variety in their resume. That's not entirely one department mm-hmm. and that's all they've done. Right. Cause you know, you gotta be well-versed. Yeah. I love that. Especially right. now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Especially now those, those multi-class characters are going to come in. <laughs> Just saying. Bards are, are kind of low on the totem pole right now. So. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe pick up a paladin yeah. uh, level or a rogue. Yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Rogues, rogues are where it's at. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, Ben, thank you so much. This was great. Seriously. Even yeah. with yeah, all yeah, the yeah. internet issues, this was super fun. Um, yeah. And I'm really glad that you did this. Um, oh, yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Of course. Really. Thank you for taking your time out of your uh, yeah your evening and, and also showing us a peek behind the curtain as yeah. far as how how dorky your uh, your your room oh. is there. I'm actually very jealous. <laughs> you, and you, I mean, like I had to move things out of the frame. So <laughs> <laughs> there's a cardboard cutout of uh, Data it, just hanging out. There's a there's I mean, a penis statue somewhere, isn't there? That you we've I've got the Lord of the Rings wall. You can't see it because it's up and above. It's oh, over that it. way. Got I'm it. pointing at it now, but I love it. it's like like this thing. We've got a Disney puzzle. We've got, I've got there's <laughs> not this whole side of the desk is nothing but like unpainted miniatures. Love and yes. Dragons. I mean, it's it's everywhere. It's I have a sickness. Where's that's what I'm saying? Where's baby gonna go? Uh, the baby has its own room. Okay. This, is, this is this is daddy's room. Got it. The baby, okay. you know, <laughs> the ba- although the baby is going to have an entirely themed room. Of yes. I mean, it's going to be of one nerdum. Oh, okay. Disney themed, which right. is one okay. of my nerd nerdums. Yeah. But, yeah. Good. You know. I love that. My my wife has a collection of Disney puzzles, like. That, like they're like Thomas Kincaid and Disney characters mixed together. <laughs> That's it's strange. cool. They're, and there's like 40 of them. So, and she, she has them all. And so they're like up on the walls. That's so awesome. Like, we're painting, we're going to paint like these little, you know, magical vines mm-hmm. that go between them and wrap them all up on the wall. And are you I wanted to use crib? real vines. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am not building the crib because I, I and I inherited a crib. Actually. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah, they yeah. a friend of friends of mine. Their kids are grown up. And, yeah, uh, Vance actually. Vance oh, nice. Yeah, one of one of the lighting designers that I that we've worked with. Uh, he his kid is too old for the crib, and he's like, "Hey, do you want this? I was going to give it to my brother in law, but I don't like him." So, <laughs> <laughs> that Perfect. Was literally, the conversation uh, we had. So. But yeah, but I think 
I, I did have to, because the, the baby's room used to be the nurse, the office, oh, my okay. wife's office. Yep. So I had to build her a new desk, ah, for her, her new, love it. and I, I made it out of a butcher block countertop. It's awesome. beautiful. It's gorgeous. Turned very out. Cool. It's very tiny. It's like a little laptop desk. It's like super Still, teeny. That's super but, cool. Anyway. All right. Thanks, friend. Uh, we're going to do our awkward Thanks, goodbye now where we it's the best part. promote ourselves and then don't know how to wrap up. So Yes. Uh, if you have been listening to this and you would like to be on the show, uh, if you're a worker of the arts, just send us an email at pwrp.pod at gmail.com. We'll get back to you as soon as possible to try and figure out a time to schedule a uh, little sit down. Yeah, because we want to hear from everybody and anybody. Yes. Um, also, please make sure that you are following us on our social media. Uh, we are on uh, Instagram and Facebook. We are PWRP Podcast, both of those. Uh, if you are listening, but you have not yet subscribed uh, to get us up in numbers and whatnot and things like that, or rated, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, because we fancy like that. So uh, yeah, share us, subscribe, tell us that we're awesome, uh, give us those stars and stuff. You know, we just want people to hear about us. Yeah, and but really our, mean it when you rate us yes, and leave a comment. Yes. Like, let it be genuine. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think until next week, Here is... this is Pretend World's Real People. Yeah. And uh, a lovely, awkward goodbye to each of you. Bye! Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>